0: Fellowship Church devotional podcast, devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for tuning in. Our passage for today is one short verse. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. My kids have finally discovered that you can get a reaction out of people by copying what they just said. I'm sure you're all familiar with the game, if we can call it that. Now, if they do it to Josie or me, they get a silly look and a laugh, and we'll play with them. If they do it to each other, they usually get yelling and tears and drama, both of which are satisfying reactions to a young child. But this idea of playing copycat is actually an important part of Christian discipleship. It is a theme that shows up all over Paul's letters. Twice here in 1 Corinthians, twice in Philippians, twice in Thessalonians, and in 2 Timothy. Nowhere is it expressed as succinctly as it is here in chapter 11, follow me as I follow Christ. Now, the second part seems intuitive to me. How foundational to our Christian faith is this idea of emulating Jesus? Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, Be imitators of God as dearly loved children, and walk in love as Christ loved and gave himself up for us. And there are those old bracelets people used to wear, WWJD, what would Jesus do? The reminder to live like Jesus, while difficult, is very simple in concept. It's it's an idea that's even embraced by some that don't claim Jesus as Savior, that don't believe that he was, in fact, the Son of God. At least he was a good moral teacher and an example to follow. What some people might struggle with, myself included, is this first part. Imitate me. First, the idea of someone saying, listen, if you really want to live for God, live like I live. Seems a bit arrogant, maybe. A little presumptuous. And secondly, I'm getting more and more burnt out on these high-profile Christian leaders being exposed as hypocrites. It's not just high-profile ones. We can think, all of us, of Christian leaders we personally know who had a tragic fall from grace. Who can we trust enough to emulate these days? Well, two thoughts. One on Paul's confidence. And it is confidence, not arrogance. Paul's confidence was never in himself. He says in his writings he counts all of his past accomplishments as rubbish, And over the course of his writing, he goes from referring to himself as the least of the apostles in 1 Corinthians, to the least of all believers in Ephesians, to the worst of all sinners in 1 Timothy. Paul's confidence is in Christ. He says earlier in this book, For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He also says, Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. As he puts all of his stock in the life of Christ in him, he can be sure that his life will bear the fruit of the Spirit's work. Furthermore, we can imitate those who live lives above reproach without all of our faith resting on theirs, their faith. Paul wrestles with his continued struggle with sin in Romans 7. Peter was a pillar of the early Christian church but was briefly led astray by you know, submitting to the influential circumcision party in Galatians. Following another's example doesn't mean that we need to excuse or emulate their poor behavior. No one is perfect. But that doesn't mean that those who are further along in their faith are not worthy of their example being followed. So whose example can you look to? Who is someone in your life that lives out of faith that you perceive to be genuine? and worthy of respect, follow them as they follow Christ. Maybe it's worth approaching them to establish a more intentional discipleship relationship. And maybe more importantly, are you living the kind of life that you will be able to find a younger believer and say, follow me as I follow Christ? It's convicting. To be sure, we can't wait for perfection, because we'll never be qualified to serve as an example of perfection. But we are called to press on to take hold of the prize, to walk by faith. And along the way, God will bring people into our lives that could use an older brother, an older sister in the faith. Parents and grandparents, you're already doing this, whether you like it or not. But how many of us also learn from mature believers that weren't part of our biological family? It might just be that God wants to use you for that as well. So let's put our confidence in Christ like Paul and follow after God, allowing him to use our lives as an example for others to follow. And don't be afraid to follow others. In Scripture, this is the natural way for the Christian life to be lived out. Lord, we thank you for our Bibles. We thank you for our New Testaments, God, and for these writings um, that remind us to follow you, to follow your example. And we know that we need your power and your life in us to do it. And we thank you that you have given us everything we need for life and godliness. God, and that that might include examples to follow around us. And we naturally do this. Um, So help us to to embrace this in our lives. To have people that disciple and and serve as an example to us, God. And, And give us the confidence in your life in us. To find younger believers and say, follow me as I follow Christ. This idea of sanctification, of discipleship, of, of doing life and relationship together, this is part of your plan. This is the way you design it to work. So help us to embrace that. For your glory and our good, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.